Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lovability Show. Uh, I am here today with Psychic Brad, and uh, we are doing a show today. We're doing uh, open mic. Uh, so we are taking your questions, and your uh, it's going to be all about you today. Uh, so your discussion. So luckily, some of y'all sent me questions, but I am certainly hoping that uh, you will also uh, comment here as well. So yeah, comment we got live. Facebook ready to go. Yeah, yeah, we're we're rolling now. So we're ready. Okay, so uh, so uh, we we I guess we just roll out um, as we're waiting for people to get on. Uh, so, so Brad, um, it's been a week. It has it's, been a crazy week. It has week. been a week. And, yeah. and I, um, we look green on screen, but we got new, uh, we got new studio lights. So it's, um, everything's looking a little funky to me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so it's been a week. We're really glad it's Friday and, um, and yeah, so we're, we're ready. So where do we, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the first topic that we got? Well, I like the one that says um, gold digging versus basic expectations. Ooh. That happens oh. a lot in Dallas, I bet. Okay. Uh, yeah, gold digging. Um, well, Sorry. I think, I okay, so here's where that came from. Uh, well, the gold digging thing is a, a matter of uh, when... A girl wants ba basic things from a guy that he needs to have uh, certain standards of living set up um, versus being a gold digger. So I had a situation. This is this is where it all came in. Real world. I had a situation where um, where the uh, the young lady went out with a gentleman and he went to his apartment, which is in a very nice area. And uh, and at the apartment, um, he didn't have anything set up. It looked, he, she said, it looked like a bachelor pad, and so it was um, it was a big problem for her. She said, I don't need this gentleman to have a full on, you know, a full on uh, like nice, you know, everything nice in the house. But what she did want was to not have. Um, a, a, a like a crate for a coffee table. <laughs> I mean, that? I mean, you know, it's, what's wrong with a pallet coffee table? It's just it, crazy stuff. So anyway, uh, that's um, he got it at crate and barrel. Yeah, hey. but, but let's talk about that. I mean, because oh. women, we do care about we do care about those things. Like those things are important to us. Well, I think what you're trying to describe is like he he needs to be put together. Mm -hmm. He needs to have some of his life in order. He needs to know, you know, how to outfit a home, if you will, or, you know, he doesn't have to have the 20,000 square foot mansion. Right. But he should be put together for, in some form or fashion, right? Yes. If you, if you want to date and you want to present yourself, I mean, it's, it's almost like if some guy drives up in a, you know, in a Lamborghini right. and then <clears throat> lives in the ghetto and lives in like, you know, Section 8 housing... Um, then we we have a problem, you know, um, that there's going to be a problem because there's an incongruency. So right. um, don't live above your means and don't live beyond your means. But it's uh, a thirty thousand. But at least at least do the minimum to impress, you know. At least do the minimum to impress somebody. 
Uh, don't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I think what she was probably describing was, like I said, just the simple fact that they should be put together. Uh, they should have their life in order, if you will, you know, for, for all intent and purposes, you know, have a career or be at a point where there's, they're having good careers and, and they have their life put together. I mean, I think that's what we all want. Right. Um, but there is. Present yourself well. I mean, there are those that want to go out and they want to find the guy with the big bank account. I mean, there they are, exist. There are those those so, girls, too. There are I those mean, guys, too. There's guys, too. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. There are girls and guys both in that position sure. as well. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it they are out there. Um, but. Do the minimum, people. You know, do the minimum. Uh, you you want to you you want to impress somebody, right? You know, slightly impress somebody. Don't you know? Not the Lamborghini to impress somebody, but the the minimum of at least having your car clean. I mean, how about getting in somebody's car and there's a dump and there's like kids, you know, bottles and trash and French fries and all kinds of stuff in the car. Yeah. Have you ever had that? No. Hmm. I've been in people's cars that look like that. So I mean, after we've dated a while, I get in the car and it might be dirty, <laughs> you know, because we date with, you know, folks with kids. Yes. And, you know, and so there's always some French fries in the backseat and a little, you know, spilled, spilled Gatorade or, or Capri Sun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm out on, on this, that. But, you know, that's just Let's part of it. adults, that. clean your car before a date. That's Bare minimum, clean it. your car before you know, a date. When you have kids, it's just part of it. It's just that you're going to deal with that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, clean your car before a date. I'm, I I agree that you may not, it doesn't have to be spotless. Again, doesn't have to be spotless, but clean your car before a date. The other thing is, I mean, again, the apartment or the house doesn't have to be perfectly furnished. It doesn't right. have to be a designer, but do the bare minimum. At sure. least make it look livable like you're an adult. Right. right? That's right. important. Super important. So Elizabeth jumped on here and she says, I still don't get the unavailable attracts the unavailable. I've done the work on myself, yet I continue to attract the unavailable guy. How and why does this pattern continue? That is a great question. You know, we were just talking about that last week, right? Wasn't it last There's, week's topic? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, uh, Elizabeth, I'm, I'm going to, I am going to say to you, if you're attracting unavailable, then you're unavailable too. And you've got to figure out where that is because there it's a wound. It could be a, a, a childhood wound. It could be, I mean, a lot of people are walking around with things that they, and they think they're fine, right. but they're not. They're not healed. They're not ready. They're not open. Uh, their life isn't built for a relationship, isn't built for commitment. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, but... At the end of the day, somewhere in your life, you are not opening yourself up for a commitment. That's unavailable is unavailable, and that is the first thing to look at, right? Because otherwise, it, there's an element to you that will that will attract that. The other part of that is um, with that whatever that wound is, that's why you're attracting those kind of people too. For example. Uh, as we talked about last week, people like with abandonment issues and things like that, right. that, you know, that, that abandonment issue, if it's not healed, you're going to continue to look for those same patterns. We, we are built on patterns. So, uh, Elizabeth, if you grew up in a home where uh, a parent was unavailable to you, again, like I said last week, whether that be physically or emotionally unavailable, that would cause you to attract 
unavailable people or be attracted to them because you know the pattern. You know how to deal with them. You know how to deal with that energy. It's normal. Yeah. It's normal if somebody showed up that was available, you might not know what to do with them. Right. You know, you yep. might you might not know what to do. So that's um, that's where we need to start looking. Uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the places where you might want to uh, start your journey is you may want to look at uh, attached. Wasn't that the book that we had yes, put on here? Yes, that was the one. That, um, attached might be a good book for you to read from mm -hmm. the standpoint of trying to figure out uh, what your attachment style is. Because there are some, the reason I say that is there's some cues in that book as to the, what your attachment style is versus some reasons why. And so that may give you an idea into your pattern if you don't know what it is, if yeah. you haven't done the work. There's some good stuff in that book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Bible. Um, it's, you know, it's not a, for sure. There's a lot of good information in there, but, uh, but it's, it's a good place to start. Yeah. Knowledge is king. Not, yeah, knowledge is power. <laughs> yes. uh, what did Steve say? Steve says... Um, being clean and hygienic. Right. Being clean and hygienic is important, but too much focus on the temporal items shouldn't be a priority. So does that mean Steve dates slobs? No, I think what he's saying is um, the, the superficial. Right. Yeah, the superficial. <clears throat> you know, uh, Steve, I'm with you. You know, I... Uh, clean and hygienic is very important too. Super important. Uh, for God's sakes, I know I'm a. I smell everything. Please smell good. Um, <laughs> please be clean. It's not that hard. Um, but having said that, um, the superficial and everybody has their type. And I'm going to tell you guys, start dating outside of your type because sometimes your type is not what you need. And if it was, you wouldn't still be single. So, you know, it is that idea of, I have to be physically attracted to somebody or, or there has to be chemistry. You're not going to know if there's chemistry until you meet somebody. So don't dismiss somebody until you meet them. Since you're on chemistry, another topic was how many dates do you give someone if you're not feeling chemistry? Hmm. Well, uh, I personally would say three. Okay. I would say three. Obviously, after, more than one, which a lot of people get themselves into. Definitely right? more well, than one. Well, I didn't one. feel anything, so I'm out. You yeah. Know? And you talk about this all the time about nerves, and maybe they were a little you know, shy or put a wall up because it's the first date or whatever. So obviously more than one. People are so critical on you know? people at first date. Yeah. Number one, everybody's a little nervous, yeah. right? Uh, number two, um, you know, people are trying to put their best self forward. And so some are forward. Sorry, there's my Georgia forward. And, and sometimes that doesn't necessarily play out so well because right. they're not, they're not showing their true self to somebody and y'all on a first date, be yourself. You know, your job is not to impress somebody else. Your job is to get to know them and see if they're right for you. It's not the other way around. I think so many, so many times people spend so much time trying to impress other people and be who that, that person wants them to be that they forget that, you know, they got to like them as well. Right. So um, walking in with the right mindset there, but giving it time because I can't tell you as a matchmaker how many times people have gone on a first date and 
didn't like somebody, no chemistry, they're not my type, um, but had a great time. I encouraged them to go out again. I have a couple that's married right now. And the, right. I mean, they wouldn't have gone on a second date if I wouldn't have encouraged it. And they're married now. Uh, sure enough, after the second date, things just clicked and it was like uphill from there. So uh, give it a little bit of time. Sometimes it takes a few dates and getting to know somebody because chemistry is more than just the physical. It's great if we have all of it. Sure. It's I mean, awesome. that's what we you're trying to find out though, right? Yeah. Like, it, Cause it can go the opposite way too. You could be extremely attracted <laughs> to somebody and they're a dud. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and you may not get oh, yeah. that until that second or third date, right? Because yeah. they were putting on their show on the first date. So it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that, you know, that is such a disappointment too. When you <laughs> meet somebody that you think is so cute and then well, all of a sudden they open their mouth or, or they start talking and you're just like, I'm done. Can you just sit across the just table and done. smile? Just look. Yeah, just, just smile. So we can look Don't at you. talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so that was, yeah. The, how many, how many dates she go, guys, give people a chance, go outside of your comfort zone, get outside of your box. I cannot stress this enough. This is what I do. And it, it, drives me crazier than crazy. How about the other thing? I know somebody had asked about age. Yeah, dating age appropriate. Another Dallas factor. Yep, yeah, I know. Big city factor, <laughs> age appropriate. Yeah, right. Okay, y'all, we've talked about this a million times. People are all over the place on this. They're all over the they place. Are. There yeah. are certain age groups that I can I can identify the late twenties, early thirties, big old problemo there. Uh, and, and because of maturity factors and we're readiness factors on men and women. And then the whole, that whole transition from 45 to 55. Right. That's a big deal. Um, it's a really big deal. A, a lot of, um, a lot of people don't want to date. Uh, a lot of people don't want to date someone who is their age or older. Uh, men, especially men, you're more guilty of this than women. Uh, and it's a, it's true. It's so true. And I mean, it's, a, it's, it's a problem. I guys. think it's closer to 50, 50, 55, 45 now than it used to be. I think there's a lot mean? of, I think there's a lot of women dating younger guys. Yeah, there are a lot of women dating yeah. younger guys. I think there's, I guess there's more than there has been in the past. Yeah, because the older guys, the ones their age, are dating all the twenty-something-year-olds. So, what are your options, yeah. right? And the Fair and enough. the younger guys are pursuing older women, right? Right? Yeah. Um, something about younger guys—they get cuter as you get older. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was like this moment where you go, "No, that's like you're I'm like y'all didn't look like that when I was twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, for the record. People, I would never do that. I think that's, um, I think, I think that whole 50 something, 20 something thing is just sicko. I do. I think, especially of children that are close to that age, right. it's yeah. weird. That gets weird. It's just weird. Yeah. And your kids would think so. Y'all are going to graduate at the same time. <laughs> yeah. By the way, y'all, uh, I want you all to consider that those people that are doing that, that are dating, you know, people that are close to your children's age as a counselor for many, many years, it's a problem. If you knew how many problems you you parents cause your children by your actions and your right. dating habits, I mean I'm just being honest. Like that's that's why you guys are in my in with me for therapy because of how you grew up. They know and you don't want to inflict the same wounds.
burdens on your children by doing things like that, right? Your children don't want you to be with somebody that's close to their age. It's weird. Right. And they're going to be really mad at you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, like, I, I don't know. And they're going to be mad. Use your brain. Use your, this brain. This brain up here. Oh, yeah. that, that one. That one. Got Jenny it. says, I'm 49 and don't want to date someone in his 60s. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know what? And what Jen is that range though? Cause you, you usually talk about around 10 years, right? Is usually kind of your around 10 years. Okay. Yes. And Jenny, here's the, uh, here's the thing for women, men, men, more than women, when they're under 55, they can still, if they're, if they're decent looking and earn a decent living, they can still get younger women. They don't want to date a woman who's close to their age. Even if you're 49 and he's 52, he's 52 and he's getting 35 and 38 right. because he's got money. Yeah. Okay. Or he's good looking or whatever. He's got something going on. <laughs> Men, when they hit about 55, they, most of them, not all of them grow up and they go, Oh my God, I can't, I can't keep doing this. The, you know, these women are using me for my money. Um, I can't keep, doing this. And so they, I need to date women closer to my age. So they wake up and that's when we start to see actual matches happening for them because they've matured and start dating, started dating where they need to with right. other women that are, I know that sounds silly, but it is. And ladies, that's the problem with dating, um, with dating younger guys. If you're 49 or 50 or 51, you date guys that are younger than you or around your age, they may or may not be emotionally or ready, I'm sorry guys, if you are that age and you are, but um, you know, Brad, you're what, 50, right? You just turned 50. Yes, yes just turned 50. A lot of people turned 50 this year. But Brad just turned well, 50. Well, sure, a lot of people turned 50. <laughs> and Brad, I mean, ultimately I know Brad's wish list. Would he date older than him? Yes, with exception. Mm -hmm. With sure. exception. Yeah. But most of what you looked at, I'm just gonna be honest because it's true. Most of what you looked at, if you ever showed me somebody, they were young. They were they were like late twenties, early thirties. They were. He no, can he can over the over and deny no, all he wants, but they were young. The last girl I dated seriously was four years younger than me. Okay, so dated so, versus see, what you like. Well, we were engaged. I know, <laughs> so. but I'm saying like your interests, like you liked girls that were like you're like, oh, she's cute, and I'm well, like, okay, but that doesn't 35. mean I want to go run after her and and lasso her. You can. How many guys do you see a day and you go, wow, he's good looking and he's 32. Does that mean you want to run out and date him? Yeah, very few. I'm like, She's I, lying. I'm not. I'm lying. really not. Um, so, uh, so there's some funny comments. Yeah. Uh, Brent jumped on here and said, I think a guy can learn a lot about a new lady by asking to see her closet. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> she has 300 pairs of shoes and racks and racks of nothing to wear that may include what she's about, maybe. <laughs> This is okay, Brant. Ha ha ha. Um, yeah, but Brant, I, I think there is some truth to what you're saying from one standpoint. Um, if you date a woman that's got a really big closet with a lot of shoes or a lot of clothes, or that's something that's important to her, it probably tells you that she values being pretty. She values beauty. Um, and that. Or she has an addiction. Uh, that's a possibility as well. I mean, it really is. 300 pairs of shoes yeah. is a possibility. Yes. Um, but but 
I, I always tell people it's one of the reasons I like to do a um, at-home visit with my matchmaking clients because I like to see how my clients live. How they live and what they surround themselves with in their home tells you a lot about who they are and what they value. Right. So, uh, you I think know, a lot of today's women would turn around and say, if I can see yours too. What your closet? closet? Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because a man's closet is going to tell a lot about a man. Too, oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, all is fair. Flip the coin. Listen, my ex could have easily, I would have had, I would have loved for him to organize my clothes. Everything, every <laughs> t-shirt, and he had a thousand of them were folded perfectly. Little OCD. Perfectly. Yeah, no. And hats and belts and everything was just um, amazing. But it does tell you that he valued order in his life. He, that, that was yes. it. That was yeah. it. No, he wasn't OCD. He valued things. He liked things in order and in their places. And, um, and as far as his home and how he lived. And so if you moved a hat around when he knew you No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. No, but I've known people like that. And oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that to a cat too. Move a chair, and they're like, "Ah, oh, where are we? What did you do?" Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, um, but, but so, Brant. Yes, I. Brad was correct. Could be high maintenance woman. Could be somebody with an addiction, or it just could be somebody that values being pretty. So here's the good part about all that. She's probably going to look really pretty for you on your date. And so as long as the clothes look nice. As long as our clothes look nice. Yeah, we always have to go buy a new outfit, no matter how many clothes we have in our closet. It could be t shirts and Lulu pants. Yeah. (laughs) Which I like, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Jenny says, I would go up to eight years, eight years older. Eight years older. Five younger. Yep. Yeah. Jody says at 49, I'd rather date older. They are less about games and seemingly more intentional. I think that's probably fair as you get older and you're... Wait, what was that? You get more at 49, rather date older? Right. Yeah. Because it seems to be more intentional. Less games. Oh, ladies, 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 let me tell you. That is the truth. <laughs> the If you're in your 40s, dating a guy in his early to mid-50s is really a really great way to go. The older a guy gets, the wiser he gets... The, supposed to. They're, they're supposed, supposed to. Not to always. I mean, you're, that's true. But, but that. There we go. Okay. So, uh, so older and wiser. Um, God's house. So is here's an, here's another one. Mm-hmm. When is the right time for the exclusive conversation? Oh. Because that's, that's a that's a people struggle with that. Right. Like, and I get that and, question a lot. And I think the other part is is that who brings it up? Because then you're always worried the other party's gonna be like, ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's like that nervousness about do you bring it up or not. So, is there like some guidance on when and how to do that? Brad, I'm going to ask you to answer that. <laughs> I don't want to answer it. I mean, the only way I would know as a third party would be you just kind of know. I mean, I I don't think there's a book that says well after six months you need to start discussing this problem. Right. It could happen at three months. It could happen not happen until a year. Right. Um. But I think I think the two parties know, and I think it, it's that chemistry, that feeling that you have, that you just kind of know mm-hmm. that this person, you know, I really want to see what this person has, you know, at all levels, and right. I want to make it my person. Right. And I think you just kind of know. Yeah, you know, um, interestingly enough, I, this question came from a young lady um, who was um, who was asked who was there before the guys were, yeah. and so she would ask the and guys. And that's the risk. And that is a risk. That's the risk. And, you know, advice I would give to ladies on that is ladies don't do not do that. Let a, let a man lead in that. Always let a man lead there. It's okay to be vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with it. 
Uh, and if you do feel that way, make it known, but don't, don't be the first one. Don't go out there because a man kind of wants to lead. If I think you'll, I think you scare a guy away. I, just, I think you can. I think if, again, I think it depends on if you're doing that after two weeks. Yeah. He's or, gone. Or a couple dates. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. But if it's been four months. Yeah. Three, four months. I agree. I agree with and, Brad. And Good it's, point. it's, it's, it's going well and everything else. I think you can, you know, have that. Plus, I think you guys are really good at knowing when we're not truthful and we're dating other people. You guys know. You have this little, yeah, that's this a little, whole other conversation. You have this little spidey well. sense that says he's not just dating me. Well, okay. So, so good point here. No, and, no, they know, don't. not everybody does. No, but I mean, because people with wounds and trust issues think somebody's doing it and they're not. Yeah. So, um, that, that's not always your radar. Right. Your radar is not always perfect, right. but, uh, but I will say, like Brad said, you should let it evolve naturally. I mean, if you guys like each other, it's going to show and it doesn't 100%. have to be spoken. I mean, it doesn't have to be spoken. It, a commitment is a commitment and you know if somebody's committed to you if you're talking to them every day if you know they're free nights and you're in every one of them right. guess what right. you're a priority yep. you know why do you have to have the label and i think that's where so many people and girls especially sorry go go mm. crazy on that is they want the label they want to they, they want, want to, that security a committed relationship. they want that security yeah well if you, you know. need that security then you have some healing to do because <laughs> You, you need to have that security in, within you, not because of somebody else's right. status. Yeah. Now, this would be different, completely different, everybody. If you're in a relationship with somebody and maybe that person might be sleeping with other people. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you, that's the part I think you guys can the monot figure yeah. out. Yeah. That's a... That should be a disgusting no-no. I'm just saying, like, why do people do that? Like, don't, why are you sleeping around? Like, I just, I, because you're going to give people can. diseases and stuff. That's why they can. I know. That's why they do it. I know. I know. I don't understand the generation, but monogamy is a great thing. Even in a, even if you're not in a committed relationship, if you're trying to get to know somebody, what a great thing to put all of your energy, time, into that person to see if they're the one. Right. You well, I mean? I mean, you posted up about that. I did. Was it this week or whatever? Or was like yeah. the bright person is always, but you keep looking. Yeah. There was something of you that. Found like, them, like you, you found them, but you kept you looking. You found them, but you kept looking. Right. Stop yeah. that. I mean, yeah. that's how you lose a good person. Like it's, it's, it's like an addiction for people to mm -hmm. keep going and think that there's something bigger, better, greater. And there's not. Well, I think it's that, it's that syndrome of the perfect person does exist. They, they don't, might be right in front of you. And they don't exist anyway. There's yeah. not the perfect person. There's, There's the perfect always, person for you. Right. But the, but even in that, they're not going to have all of my list. Mm -hmm. And they'll still be the perfect person. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's where you have to get to a point when you're going through all this stuff is to understand my perfect person does exist, but it's still not going to have every box checked. Right. It's impossible. And you have to choose your boxes carefully. And what boxes are you going to deal with and, yeah. and accept? And what boxes are you not? And that's the deal breaker conversation on that. All right, I want to throw you a curveball. Oh, boy. Because you were talking about let the man lead and, and these, you know, the relationships when we get into the exclusive conversation, stuff like that. So one of the ones that I thought about was what are the traits of a true man? Mm. Because I think that has gotten real cloudy over really the last has. 10 years. 
You know, Brad, I, I think it's a great question, but I, I think that question is best answered. Um, we could give we could give a woman's version of what a, yeah, I a think woman so. considers a man to be as a leader. Mm-hmm. But but I think, too, that that answer needs to come from a man's perspective as well. Sure. You know, and by the way, that's what you're dating. Who, Whatever that man that you're dating's idea of a man is, is who he's going to be. Right. Right. So that's, that's exactly right. That's where that's what you're dealing with, fortunately and unfortunately. But I think from a woman's standpoint, a man as a leader is that that guy that uh, is pursuing actively, pursu- actively pursuing the relationship. He is reaching out. He's um, making plans. He is uh, he's setting the precedents for the pace and the tone of the relationship. He's communicating his feelings to you. Uh, he is he's talking about future. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not like getting married or anything like that, but just you know, doing things together, making plans for the future. He is uh, opening doors for you. He is, ladies, he's paying for you. Stop with the whole, I'm splitting the bill thing. (laughs) That's Well, and that's why I wanted to go through this because I think that's where a lot of guys, we're, we, we feel like there's times we can't do those things. Do what things? Like be the man, open the door, do this, do that, pull out chairs, all that because of some attitudes out there, you know, that you see Hmm. where hear me roar. I don't need a man. Right. I don't need you to open my door. I don't need you to do this. I don't need you, you know, for those things. I don't need you financially. And that's why I think it's very important that in 2021, people understand what the traits of a true man, what, what they, what those are. And I do believe everything you said there, there is some, there needs to be chivalry. There needs to be a tenderness. There needs to be a guidance and a leader and all those things. And for God's sake, know how to like do some shit around the house too. Like yeah, seriously. That's, that's you know? honestly a great thing. It, it, no, it really is. A handy I, guy I just is, keep going is hot and sexy. That's awesome I, if a guy knows I, how to I just couldn't do believe the, the videos house. that were put out when the pipes were busting and nobody knew how to walk out to the curb and turn the damn water off. It, mm-hmm. it blew my mind. Yeah. But well, that's why I wanted to go through that because I do think there's that movement of we just need you for sex. What you know, women with men? When, yes, you know, and and I don't want well, all these. I don't want do. all this stuff. <laughs> well, I know, I know, joking. but I'm not like. I'm just joking. You hear about the emaciated male. You see it in you see it yeah, in advertising. No, you no, no, no I agree. In, you see it everywhere and out there. I, I and, was I was actually kidding when I said that, but there are women that actually sure. will say, you know, he didn't use me. I used him. Exactly. Like that's not that's not feminine or ladylike or impressive in any way, right. shape, or form. You know, have some standards and morals and values about right. you. And same with the guys. Right? And that's not a bragging, right? Because he's probably sitting there going, yeah, but I let you. Yeah. And I yeah. enjoyed it too. Right. <laughs> so, right. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, um, but but I uh, I agree. I think uh, women, it's we've had these conversations a million times. If you can sit back and let a man, let the man lead, allow him to lead. And be a woman because he needs a woman too. Like there's a masculine and a feminine. For sure. And it's hard because, but you know, nowadays everybody's working. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own careers. Everybody has their, you know, their their positions and their egos and whatever else they have. Right. right. 
but but we do need that opposing energy you have and to they have work it. together really well if if you allow them right. you know and it's uh, that's why i wanted you to go through that because i think there are a lot of women and it's not a criticism mm -hmm. but they they don't really need a man they really don't from a standpoint of other than having a man um, in their life to date and they want to find their man or whatever, right. but everything else on the list is not necessary. I don't need you financially. I don't mm -hmm. need you, whatever they've made it, if you will. And so it does, it gets, it gets, it gets, a, it, the line turns gray. I was just talking know? to somebody the other day and she was saying, uh, that this guy that's interested in her had said she, her coffee maker broke. She's like, Oh my God, my coffee maker broke. And he's like, God, well, we've got to get, that's an emergency. We've got to go out and get you a new one. <laughs> she goes, I've already taken care of that. I already ordered one from Amazon, Amazon. this morning. Yeah. But, and of course, like that's the world we live in. Right. Perfect example. But she could have, instead of saying, Oh, I already took care of that. Cause there it is. There's that, you know, he right. said, we, you know, we need to get you another. And she said, I've already done it. Right. It's a perfect example. It sounds silly, but it, it, even if she had already done it, she could have said, well, you know, what a great offer. You know, yeah. what a great offer. If I'd have known you would, do, would have done that, I wouldn't have ordered one from Amazon this morning. It would have been way more fun shopping with you. Well, and you can send the thing back. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Let him go buy one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had this conversation. I'm going to pick on my little wonderful, amazing daughter. I had this conversation. She's been with her guy, high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. They're going on, this will be six years, I think, five mm -hmm. years. But she's bad about, well, let's go here to eat. Let's go do this. Let's. Yeah. And I told her one day, I said, he can't be your little chivalrous man. Right. If you don't let him pick the spot, let him plan a date. Mm -hmm. let him, you know, well, we always talk about it. I'm like, doesn't matter. Look at him and say, whatever you want, honey. Right. Or I'm going to let you pick, you know, we're going to go to dinner Friday night. Just surprise me. Right. You know, those are the kind of things because those are the kind of things. We want to show you how cool we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So let us. Yeah. Let us show you how cool we are. Yeah. No, you know? I agree. I agree. It's it's uh, it's awesome when you're on the same page with all that, though. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, so Kristen says the greatest uh, confidence is that your body is a temple of respect uh, that you're willing to offer your future husband as a gift to treasure and honor yourself. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? Uh, honoring yourself and respecting yourself, guys want that too. You know, these women that don't honor and respect their bodies and they're just giving it away. Guys don't want that either, ladies. They may take it. Well, they do, but they, then they're, they're done they with it. They may take it. <laughs> then they're done. <laughs> yeah, but, but there may not be a future for you in that because right. at the end of the day, they know that if you're giving it to them that quickly, you're probably giving it to somebody else that quickly. That's exactly. Yeah. And, and that goes through our minds quickly, too. They're like, well, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. It only took me a couple of dates. So. Yeah. 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 You know what? Um, that is such a, it's such a sacred space. I don't understand how people can go there with multiple, like it's like a sport. I don't know. Okay. It it's is. That's just, what, I mean, I think you said it exactly. Right. It's, it's, it's a numbers me. game. That's just what they do. You know? uh, dating after divorce or dating during separation. Uh, so again, uh, I know who asked this question, one of my clients who just got a divorce and, uh, and you know, I get it. Like they had been separated and many of you have uh, for a long time, you know, especially during COVID because some people yeah, got stuck sure. in divorces during COVID as well, which stunk. Uh, but she's like, here's my excuse. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Give me that mask, I'm gone. <laughs> So, 
you know, there's that whole conversation of, yeah, we know that you were separated and you're ready to date. And you've been waiting and that you guys have had separate lives, but give yourself time to heal after a divorce. Because what happens is, and I will say this especially, and it's men and women, it's both. It's, oh, diff sure. it's different. This particular reason is different with men and women. Men get really comfortable with that woman thing where, the, uh, especially the woman that takes care of them in their life, mm -hmm. and they get really comfortable there. And so they want to replace that. They look to replace that quickly. And you don't want to do that. You want to give yourself time to heal because guess what? You got a divorce for a reason. You need to figure out what that reason was and who you are now at this point, because who you are now is changed and what you want in a partner is changed. And if you don't take the time to, uh, to number one, first, you know, be introspective and right. think about it. And second of all, uh, to, um, to then, then start dabbling because right. then you do need to date around a little bit without jumping in to get serious. Well, I think the other thing that's hard is when you're going through this, you always got that phone call. Come on, let's go out this weekend. Come on, let's go. You know, yes. guys and girls, yes. your friends jump in there. And crazy say, Come on, let's go. You. Let's yes. go have some fun. And you're yeah. kind of like, I, I just want to, Maybe sit in my house and read a book or something like, you know, kind of debug from everything. As long as your friend is not like clinically depressed over their, over their divorce, give them the time to decompress after a divorce right. because it is a, it is an ending. There should be, if you're a normal human, there should be a grieving stage. I mean, it is an ending. It is a, it is a death of a relationship. It's a death of a future. It's a death of a you know, the, the once fairy tale you had for your life or your family. Um, and you need to mourn that just sure. the same way you would the death of somebody actually dying. You have to mourn the death of a relationship. Give yourself some time to do that because what women do, uh, is they, they also get very comfortable in a relationship of having, especially if they had a good husband, uh, that and and it's when people get comfortable with right. partners and women will rush back in they they're used to having somebody by their side and they'll want they want to rush back in because they don't want to feel alone the worst thing is and sure. i think for women especially is women don't want to feel alone or feel like you're never going to find love again or you're too old or whatever the stupid excuse is right that's it's not the case no matter what your situation is there's always a time and a place that god's going to supply a partner to you. We don't know when that is. And it won't happen the way you think it should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, never get never. out of that mindset too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, uh, it's been six months. Yeah. Yeah. It might take seven, six seven or eight more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. But, but, but don't rush. And I, I, you know, I know this particular person, you know, I know she wouldn't mind me saying it, but she has friends that have been encouraging her to go out and get online. Mm -hmm. But, but don't you're not replacing a husband. You're not replacing a man. What you're doing is you need to you need to self-reflect and know who you are getting back out there. You're right. a completely different person than mm -hmm. you were whenever you met them, whenever you were with them, even 
a month ago when you were going through a divorce with them. You're a different person today. Right. Get to know yourself. I always say this is when you know you're ready. When you feel perfectly able to stand on your own two feet, mm -hmm. you don't need anybody. You're happy alone. If you never find anybody, right. you're okay with your life and your, your love for God and, and you're at peace. That's when you meet your person. Well, that's I think, when I think the other thing too is you have to give yourself enough time to find out who you are. Mm -hmm. after all this has gone on exactly. because if it was yeah. a long term or 10 years or 15 years or whatever you changed in that relationship right things got different for you too so right. don't be afraid to take that time to figure out who you tr who you really are now right you know after 15 years of your life is gone or 10 years or whatever it is and i think mm -hmm. that's important too because you're going to be a different person you're older Right. Things, different things are more important right. than they used to be, you know, maybe when you got married. So take that time too, you know. A man who fixes things is very sexy, Jenny says. Uh, heck, if I can fix stuff, he should too. That's true. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Yeah. It, you know, it does lead me to my story though. You know, I had a father who, um, he's an architect, but he was very handy. We were all, he was always doing home projects. Uh, and uh, so... I remember my husband, before we were married, when, when I was selling my house, my doorknob was loose on my back door. And he said, let me just, before we go, I just wanted to get out. We, he had kids, so we were just trying to get out on a date, which, you know, you know the deal. Sure. And you got every other weekend. And yep, yep, so yep. I'm just trying to get on a date <clears throat> and I can fix the dang doorknob. I knew how to fix the doorknob. Yeah. I know how to use a screwdriver. It's just a you know, basic. Of a There's a lot of stuff I can do. Um, does that mean I want to do it? No. Um, if a guy can do it, that's hot. Do it. Um, but but having said that, that that was my moment, ladies, when he said, he said, let me fix this before I leave so that you know the real estate agent doesn't lock herself out in the garage because the doorknob gets stuck <laughs> or it falls off. And um, I said, that's okay. Let's just go. I really want to just go. I can fix it. I got it. And he literally turned to me and he said, Jennifer, I know you've heard the story before, but just, just placate me. He said, Jennifer, what can I do for you? Like, what can I do for you? Yeah. You can do everything. What can I do? And it was that wake up moment where that I went, yeah, yeah, and this was a long time ago. Yeah. And ever since then, I have learned to, I've learned to let them because I don't want to do it either. And most women will say, guys, most women will say, we love it. We love it when a man goes, I got this. Mm -hmm. I got this. That's music to every woman's ears. Ladies, it would be great if you commented and could confirm that for these guys so they can see that. That's everything an independent woman wants to hear. We can do it, but we want you to do it. Well, and that's the bottom line, though. Let them do it. Let them do it. Let the guy do it. That's, mm -hmm. that's what we like to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know that. We know you can change the light bulb. It's not hard to change the light bulb. Most people can do it. Just let us do it. Yeah. Makes no, us feel good. I'm the one falling off the ladder <laughs> doing it. So, yeah, I can do it. I'd probably kill myself, but yeah, I can totally do it. Uh, you know, one of the, um, one of the, uh, one of somebody had a topic slash discussion uh, thing that came up, and it was about uh, complimenting a woman. Um, how to appropriate, appropriately compliment a woman. And I know that sounds silly, but guys, if you focus too much, especially with a pretty woman, if you focus too much on the superficial complimenting about how pretty she is or, you know, how great her body is or whatever that may be, a pretty woman is going to be, is going to be turned off because 
even though she, unless she's a narcissist, and you just keep it coming. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, disclaimer, fill the tanks. Disclaimer. Fill the tanks. Um, but but compliment her also on her inside. Compliment her on who she is as a as a woman and as a human and as a person and what a pretty heart she has her soul you know what i'm saying like what a good person she is what a great mom she is whatever great great time for yep. mother's day weekend but be careful not to focus too much on the superficial because it will turn a woman off especially a pretty one that is con continuously um noticed for her looks yeah i think it's I think you do have to be careful about that, but I also think, you know, when she looks good, you need to tell, tell her, her she looks good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And vice versa. If you're if you're dating in words of affirmation, mm -hmm. it's critical you do that. Yeah. They need to hear it. They yeah. need to hear that, wow, even though in your little blue jeans and flip flops, you look hot. Yeah. You know, or yeah, whatever no, that's it good. is. That, you know, those little sweet, things. That's a sweet compliment. You know? And it's a, and that's okay, guys. It's I'm not saying don't compliment a woman because that's awesome. Right. But don't just make it about her looks all the for, time. Yeah, for sure. You know, mix yeah. it up and talk about other things mm -hmm. because it's it is a it it is a big turnoff for some women. I mean, I, I've I've definitely seen it, and some of you guys have experienced it because sure. we've talked about it. So uh, this is good. Here's a couple more compliments. Jenny says her air filters need changing, so I need to swing out there and get her air filters changed. The car stuff gets a little tougher, Jenny. <laughs> the car stuff gets a little tougher. Uh, totally agree. Kristen says, totally agree. I enjoy when a man has suggestions and wants to make my tasks easier. We love it when you guys do stuff. If you're yeah. handy around the house, that is hot. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. We love it when you, you can pull, pick the water bottle up or the water bottles up from Costco after we get them and you can take them up our stairs or into the house and we don't have to carry them. Can we carry them? We can carry them. Do we want to carry them? We don't want to carry them. You know, if you can do something around the house, fix something up, paint, whatever, it doesn't, I mean, it. it's great if you can be handy that way. And if you can make a woman's life easier and ladies, same with a guy, it goes both ways. If there's a way you could make his life easier, he's had a busy week 100%. and he's trying to decide where to go for dinner. And instead you bring a grocery bag over and you decide to cook dinner. So mm -hmm. he doesn't have to go. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's a yin and a yang. It's the little things. And Michael, yes, you can say that I look beautiful today, <laughs> but I don't. Not today is a tough day. <laughs> um, but yes. Um, and then uh, Elizabeth said, yes, I'm a, a definitive words of affirmation lady. Yes. Yeah. You know, Elizabeth, great point. I think everybody's words of affirmation uh, on all the love languages, I think that's the one we don't want to uh, forget. But words of affirmation are not just about looks. Right. Okay. They're for about sure. everything. Words of affirmation are about, you know, thank you for doing that for me. You right. know, it, exactly. it, you know, that made my, my day easier yep. or, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, no, it it's, is. it's a little bit of everything. So we um, read the book. Yeah. And, and feed people, you know, we, we want to feed our, we want to feed our partners. Fill the love tank. Positively. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the rut people fall into, and I know we're running short on time, but I think the rut people fall into is they spend so much time talking about what's wrong, what people aren't doing for them. That's right. You know, instead of what they are. So make sure to, just like with your kids, that you're positively reinforcing good behavior. So if a guy or a girl is doing something that you like, tell them because then they'll continue to do it. They know what you like, right? 
So that's, uh, that's how that works. So make sure you're giving more compliments than you are criticism. It's going to be heard a lot better. For sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. So This uh, was fun. It was fun. You I know, like the it. interesting part is that you guys didn't come live with many questions, but you were able to send them ahead of time. So, yep. uh, so from now on, I'm bringing topics, guys. So if you aren't going to if you aren't going to take advantage of having a coach at your disposal live, then uh, then I will come up with topics for you every week. Then I like so, Open Mic Friday, though. We should do these more often. We just we got to get them more involved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we don't know how to do that, guys. So let us know what let yeah. us know what you want to hear. I mean, if there's some topics you want us to talk about, uh, let us know. But I can assure you with my job that I have plenty <laughs> lined up uh, in the tank. So, uh, And some of them don't, doesn't hurt to go through again. We find ourselves repeating, but sometimes they need to be repeated. Because so. they repeat in real life. They do. They really yeah. do. Uh, okay. So, uh, so everybody, uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we loved you being here. And uh, you know what? Thank God it's Friday. Really. TGIF. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. today and please subscribe to the podcast every single week we'll have new information and if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on facebook at my personal page jennifer styers